0: Hello and welcome to the Dot Ball Cricket Podcast. I'm Ken Borland and uh, with me it's a great pleasure to have former proteas Paul Harris and John Kent. Uh, This is the podcast that discusses South African cricket, both uh, the proteas at international level. And uh, domestically, Uh, it's midwinter here in South Africa. Hence, uh, myself and maybe one or two others have rather ropey voices uh, from some midwinter bugs floating around but uh, that means that our focus very much is on the Proteas at the moment and uh, they have of course just returned from India where they had a T20 series against India Uh, five matches Proteas went 2-0 up Uh, it was all looking great and uh, then they lost the next two games to bring it back to 2-2 and unfortunately the decider was washed out so uh, John Kent Paul Harris uh, we'll be unpicking uh, that series, obviously with the T Twenty World Cup in mind, uh, starting in October. John, what were your overall impressions uh, of the series?
1: Yeah, I think uh, a few of the informed players uh, did some good things. Um, I, was, I was still always excited about what our spinners are doing. Um, Nokia, obviously coming back off a long injury, good to see him back on the park again. Yeah, you know, he's vital, vitally important to our hopes. Uh, especially in you know, Oz, where the wicket's is going to be quick, hard, and and getting through at 150 odds is going to be helping us. Uh, we hope uh, Rabada and Gidi. Uh, good to see him come back and 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 put in a good performance after being on the sidelines for you know quite a long period of time. Um, I'm still a little bit concerned at the top of the order: uh, Bavuma, uh, Hendricks, uh, Pretorius. I think, to be honest, was a, was just a makeshift uh, due to the uh, unavailability of aiden Markham, who I think will just slot back in at three.
0: Yeah, Paul, what uh, what were your takeaways from the series?
2: Yeah, agreed. I think there was a bit of good and there was a, a bit of bad. Um, I think going 2-0 up was uh, was huge. Um, and then also sort of just falling away. I mean, we always knew the Indians were going to come back at us in their home sort of conditions. And, uh, and they did exactly that. But there was some huge positives. I mean, David Miller's form is just next level. It just seems like... Whenever he wants to you can clear the boundary which is great to see um, you know spinners although I mean I do agree with John about the spinners I thought Shamsi was really disappointing in the series uh, maybe sort of you know a bit rusty and didn't have a lot of cricket but uh, we certainly need him in top form in order to uh, you know to, to succeed I think at the World Cup so maybe a slight worry there um, Aidan Markram not being able to play was a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of a loss for us so having him back would be would be good. Um, but in general, I think fairly happy. Um, we have got an issue at the top of the order. Um, one thing we did realise, and we must know this now forever, is that Riza Hendricks and Temba Bovuma can't open the batting together. Um, that should never happen ever again in the history of saffering cricket. So it's, either, it's yeah. either or. It's either or. So, I mean, obviously we know we have to... going to play, he's the captain. So, unfortunately, I just don't see a spot there for Risa. Um You can't have them batting together. So that was the one standout obvious uh, flaw, um, but other than that, I think with uh, you know with, uh, with one or two players coming back that were injured or with uh, with COVID, and I thought Pretorius did quite well. Um, I think he staked a huge claim for that all rounder position. Um, even though I don't see him batting at three, I agree with John. Maybe a game, an odd game here or there, just to change things up. Um, but you know, certainly with the ball, I thought he was very good. Um, and, you know, as a package cricketer, I think he sort of put his hand up for that all-rounder spot, uh, which was which was usually positive.
0: Yeah, I think uh, just getting on to that the top order discussion, first of all, obviously there were factors that were out of their control with Markram getting COVID uh, and then De Kock also also uh, injuring his wrist. Um, you know, losing De Kock, you're losing two cricketers basically, so they had to make two changes because of that and no real backup i think in that top order um for the style of cricket that they want to play i mean as you said paul and i, and I agree you you can't play Bavuma and hendricks together as an opening pair um pretorius I, I think maybe good bowlers will find him out at number 3 so if we do if we do lose quinton the cock again heaven forbid uh, what do you guys see as the possibilities? Um, you know, how, how how do we fix that hole? And or if Markram say can't play,
1: I think I think Henrik Larsson was actually like really good. He showed some a good return to the side. He's been in and around the side for quite a period of time. hadn't quite dominated, but in a couple of innings, as we've seen, what what's what's possible from him, and that's a huge positive. I think uh, in that middle order, you got the rusty Funadison. I saw an article the other day. Neil Manthorpe uh, put it out there, just talking about, you know, what is the right style and uh, is it okay sort of going slow and and, and trying to catch up? Because if you get out or or the players around you start getting out and you sort of trying to accelerate to catch up, you know, your runs to to balls ratio, you know, it might not work. So I think there was a concern about that. But I think Klarsen's obviously helped us a lot. Uh, Stubbs, you know, he's got a couple of opportunities, but he hasn't really got, you know, done much so far. But obviously he's got devastating hitting towards the back end. So if you've got a, a Miller, uh, a Clausen, a Stubbs on form, that's that's very very positive and and a good sign. Obviously the De up front, the Vuma, you know battling a touch, um, and and we know how well uh, obviously Adam Markram has been doing at three. So really happy with with that. Um, yeah, that's, that's a tricky situation, I suppose. Uh, uh, if you want to be competing on the world stage you can't be sort of having a look and, and giving yourself a chance five ten balls in the power play you're not going to win anything in that sense so we we got to play you know make some tough decisions there coming up shortly outside
0: so paul who who do we move up then to the top order if Decock or markram get injured who's your man who's got the skills to man up front
2: I think there's, it depends. It depends on what you, on how you want to, how you want to go about it. Um, you know, it, it isn't, I, I don't think there's been a a sort of standout performer. Maybe Milan, uh, he's been a, probably the best um, going around. And I mean the younger, the younger Milan, not Peter. Um, uh, although Peter's a very good player, but he's not in this format. Um, I think that he would probably be your standout. But the problem is he hasn't been in this. you know, he's not in the squads. So, you know, in that current squad now, um, you know, I didn't think that Riza should have gone on the tour. I thought they should have taken, you know, some other options with them for that opening position. Uh, I think Milan's the one who's put his hand up. Uh, he's the one who said, look, I'm I'm your guy to do it. Otherwise, you're going to have to sort of makeshift. You have to find someone, uh, you know, can a class and do it? Is it fair to ask him to... Uh, You know, maybe in those conditions in Australia where the ball comes into the bat and he's very good at the short ball, that could be an option. Um, But, uh, you know, it's not something he's done and it's a specialist position. So if you have to ask me, um, I'll get the young Milan guy in there and say to him, right, Paul, your job is to smoke it from ball one. And I think he has the ability to do that. He, He doesn't need three or four or five sighters. He can go in if the ball's in his area. He can smack it. So um, we're gonna have to relook that. Um, it's it's, a, it's it's a tough one. Um, I think as it stands right now, it will definitely be Bavuma and uh, and um, uh, Quinny. Um, we're gonna hope that Quinny and uh, stays sort of stays fit and doesn't get in doesn't get injured, or doesn't get sick. Um, those will be the two openers if we, if you know, if know, everyone's fit and going, and I think that you should have the youngster in the wings just in case.
0: Poor old Tristan Stubbs, uh, two ODI caps,
2: and uh, hasn't got a chance to bat yet, the poor guy. <laughs> well, that's the way it goes, right? That's the way it goes sometimes. I mean, sometimes <laughs> yeah. you know, you're going to get your chance and sometimes not. Look, I think he's young, he's uh, he's in the mix, he's going to get his chance at some stage, he just needs to be patient make sure when he gets his chance, he takes it. Um, You don't get too many. So, you know, when he gets, when when it finally comes around, let's see uh, how good he is. John, just, uh, we we mentioned
0: Dwayne Pretorius and uh, a good job he did. Were you impressed by Wayne Parnell? Uh, I thought he bowled really nicely. His uh, economy rate was just 7.25 through the series, which I think was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I think of the ball, he did a steady job. Um, You know, like I think, uh, I think I'd like to expect more from the guys, you know, of of that sort of stature. I think Pretorius has been around long, long time. Parnell, the same, you know. So you hope they they, you know, put in contributions that are that are not just, you know, enough to keep them in the side. You, you'd like sort of really good cameos with a, with the bat and the ball, you know, bang a few out the ground, really, you know, give us a chance and and have some X factor in those positions because you really need it. I think. You know, Peckler Leclerc has been inconsistent when he's been in the side, and and obviously Pretorius in and out the side, Parnell in and out the side. You know, really want to you want a lot more from the guys who who have come back into the side, and Parnell in particular, and and win us some games there. Um, he's given a second lease on life coming back into the side, and hopefully he can really you know make it count when he gets that opportunity because he's got he's got the skills, you know, he, he's got the experience. And and I'd like a lot from these guys.
0: Just uh, going back to the spinners, uh, Paul, Shamsi and Maharaj both uh, going for over 10 runs and over. Um, is that also a function of just small grounds over there and India's spinners didn't have a major impact either? Or, or is, is that a potential problem area for South Africa, given how much we've relied um, on our spinners thus far?
2: No, I wouldn't be too worried. was, I said, I was a bit worried about Shamsi's form. I didn't think he bowled very well. That was the thing. I don't think that uh, Keshaf bowled poorly. I just think it was sort of, you know, the grounds were small and the wickets were pretty good. So um, I wasn't too worried. I wouldn't be too worried about uh, Keshef's form. But I was certainly worried about uh, Shamsi's form. He's proven over time that even in tough conditions where it's not spinning, he can be effective. Um, and we need that, so you know, slightly worrying, but on on the Shamsi side. But um, I'm pretty sure with some game time, um, he'll be back and back at his best.
0: Just uh, following up on on the pitches, uh, John. Do you do you feel it's fair to say that the first two games conditions, perhaps, were more suited to the pro tiers, uh, and then as we move to venues where they were more typically subcontinental. Uh, we saw India come back very strongly.
1: Yeah, I think, like Paul said, they were always going to come back come back very well into the series after maybe a little bit of a slow start. Uh, you know, it's hard to say that they didn't get much cricket because they've just come off the IPL. They've all been playing a lot of cricket, so they just were out the blocks a little bit slow. I think a couple of senior players on their side, like the Rocharmers, Kohli, he's not being really around in the scene. They've been part of the landscape forever, really. Um, But, yeah, I think they came back well. I think it's just adjusting to the conditions, um, which uh, our guys did really well to start with. Um, Yeah, but the one was was really quite a lot slower and a lot lower than what I've ever seen in India, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, they fought back well to make it a really competitive series.
0: So uh, the Pro next uh, T20 assignments are going to be a handful of matches in England and Ireland uh, just looking at the squad that went to India, gentlemen, uh, I think Yanaman Milan coming in for Reza Hendricks is uh, a change I think probably we all agree on. Uh, are there any
2: other changes that anyone would like to make to that squad for England? Um, not necessarily. Um, uh, I think that that is the sort of nucleus of the squad we'll take. Um, you know, I think you'd have – I mean, I know he was in the squad, but Adam Markham would come back in. Certainly, um, I'd have the young Milan guy come in. Um, I don't think that there's too many other guys that have really smashed the door down uh, to get uh, to get a spot. Um, I was very happy for Heinrich Klaassen. I think that he's sort of shown that he's sort of, if not in the team, certainly close to the next in line um, and shows what he can do, especially on wickets that bounce. Uh, you know, he's incredibly good at the short ball. Um, so in Australia, he will be a force to be reckoned with um and he can sort of bat anywhere from three up to seven so that's a, a good one but in terms of actual wholesale changes no um i think that you you know we got a pretty good squad there i mean if you know we'd we played good cricket you've got to realize that you know we didn't maybe get the best of the conditions i don't think towards uh, the end of a couple we could say that were, they weren't great for t20 cricket the ones that kept really low and sort of up and down um, they weren't great but in general i think it's the nucleus of a very good squad
0: yeah, I was also very happy uh, for Heinrich Klaassen, who I would say also is one of our best players of spin.
1: Yeah, I think his his, his all-round game is exceptionally good, and he seems to be, you know, in form, hitting it well, confidence is high, just went through a little bit of a dip, uh, you know, a year or so ago when he got a few chances, didn't quite work out, you know, just sometimes just doesn't work out for you, and it's unfortunate the situation doesn't always work out for players and then the form might not be quite there but great to see him back and and like you're saying now he he just especially some of their better spinners he 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 picks the length so quickly he rocks back and he hits it over mid-wicket off the back foot very quick quick on his feet um you know those sort of keepers have got those skills and they pick things up that much quicker and anyone else. So, yeah, really good to see him in form. And we need, you know, we need everyone in the starting lineup, the guys on the fringes to be in form when you are going to a big big tournament, uh, a big series in England before the World Cup as well. So we need as many guys in form here and not to be carrying any guys that are a bit iffy um, at any stage. But that does happen from time to time. But great to see him back.
0: Yeah, Clausen was a bit of a forgotten man uh, in... Uh South African cricket here that wonderful series against Australia, and then kind of just uh, slipped away a bit, as you say, John, and and uh, he's fought his way back, and hopefully he can now uh, stay there for a while. We uh, we mentioned going to England, and uh, apart from the T20s there, there's also, of course, a massive Test series that will be played between the Proteas and this new look England team. Uh, under Brendan McCullum and uh, Ben Stokes, who uh, are probably going to wrap up a three-nil uh, Test series uh, triumph over New Zealand, uh, Port, what have you made of uh, this new look England Test outfit?
2: One thing I do know is that the English press love to really, really ramp a side up before they tear them down. So have they played blue cricket? They certainly have. Um, is it slightly, you know, a slightly different brand? Sure, it is um is it high risk 100 percent. so i think if you you know if you if you bat like johnny Besto, he's pretty much saved them i mean let's take joe root out of it he's world class right um and always will be but uh, you know if you want if you want to bat like johnny Besto, there's gonna be times where you're gonna look like a hero there's gonna be times where you're gonna look like a bit of a clown so um it, look interesting way to play the game uh, it's worked for them in this series as I mentioned, I'm not sure that Bestow is good enough and Stokes, and I mean, I know everyone thinks he's a hero, but I don't think these guys are good enough to continuously do it against really, really quality bowling. Um, like, for example, our test bowling lineup, it's uh, it's really, really good. Um, not saying the New Zealand's isn't, but I think they've just lost a little bit of, didn't have as much zip as they've had before uh, in their bowling lineup. up um, uh, The wickets have been pretty flat, to be fair, uh, and England have chased down some... Decent totals, and you expect them to chase this one down as well. Now, in the position that they're in, so yes, they're playing good brand of cricket. Um, It's fun to watch, Um, but I think uh, you know it it is high risk, and it could, uh, at certain stages, could come tumbling down. John, we've we've seen uh,
0: previously teams try to be very aggressive uh, against the Proteas, Um, and they've come short, haven't they? I mean, the Proteas seem to have that ability. just to frustrate teams, to restrict them. Um, uh, do, do you agree with uh, Paul? I mean, you, are England going to come come a cropper trying to be too aggressive?
1: Uh, yeah, I agree with Paul saying it's over an extended period of time to play this high risk type of game with the bat in hand. You, you got you will look you will look amazing at times, but like like Paul's saying, we've got we've got Rabada and Giddy. You've got Norkia, you've got Kesha Maharaj. And that's, you know, in this team at the moment, New Zealand, you know, not going you know, to knock them massively, but Bolt is, is, is very good. But him, Sal, you know, they're getting on in, in in the years now. And their spinners spinners making his debut. So you're looking at a few weak links, which, which I think England have targeted those guys uh, particularly well. Um, but like you say, over a period of time, You know, Stokes and everyone's looking like they're having a great time of it and they're trying to steamroll the guys. And I saw another article this week saying that they play so many tests, England, during a year that they can afford to really have a bit of a dip. You know, our our South African sides are playing two match series, shorter series against, you know, those those top three teams. And, you know, you you won't see guys like... um, I mean, try to look at Funderdissen coming in and walking in and trying to wipe a few balls over mid-wicket, have a few swipes. You know, like, you know I mean? Each each innings is important for our players, and that, that's why you'll see our, all the other pl- teams playing, not so circumspectly, but just valuing their wicket a lot more. The English guys now, they're walking in, and, and they'll hit a few out the ground, hundred seventy balls, but, you know, they could easily have got, you know, ten or, 10 or 5 balls, hit one straight up in the air and out, and he's lost the series, and... You know, it means a little bit more in our shorter series, um but those big three they they' tending to play in this brand here, not sort of you know by the seat of their pants, but you know against our side who's got that extra bit of quality, and then we can find them uh for becoming a cropper in this in this vein.
0: Paul, uh, when you were part of that uh, Proteus side that went to number one in tests, uh, you, you guys used to love it when, when teams tried to dominate you and, and attack you, didn't you?
2: Yeah, oh, you did because, but I mean, you also knew that they couldn't do it for an extended period of time. I mean, when you got sort of you know the likes of you know, Stain Morkel uh, for a long period of time, Pollock, and you, know, you had Andre Null, you had and Tini, uh, you know when you got those kind of and Carlos as well when he was uh, when he was keen to bowl. You know, you you have got uh, those kind of guys bowling at you. Yes, certain sessions you will be able to have a crack at them and get on top of them, but it's not going to be long before you're going to get one wrong because they get the ball in the area long, often enough and it's coming at a cert- at a decent pace. So I think that's going to be the, the the England key, is that they're going to play a brand of cricket like this. They're going to have to be consistent in how they do it. And secondly, they're going to have to find ways to take on pace, because uh, I know that uh, what I would be doing, I'd be coming sort of uh, short at a few of their players and then getting it straight back onto a good length, hitting a channel and, and not missing that channel. Um, and that's what our bowlers do incredibly well. So it will certainly be fun to watch. Uh, it'll be two different brands, the styles of cricket. I think, uh, you know, the South Africans generally, in Test cricket especially, I know we're talking T20 these days, but in T- Test cricket especially, like to sit and wait and try and play that game and not sort of come out too aggressively. Uh, wait until sort of, you know, you 300 plus and then sort of move the game on. So two different types of cricket, which would be quite fun to watch. Um, I think England in white ball cricket are going to be a force to be reckoned with. I know that they, that they have gone, they have dipped a bit. Um, but they've got some some quality players. And, and trust me, their top three, four don't do uh, don't block many.
0: Yeah, Rabada, Nokia, Janssen and Gidi, certainly lots of firepower there. But uh, I fancy with the games being played uh, end of July, August, uh, the pitches could be a bit drier. And I think Maharaj uh, could be a really key player and Simon Harmer as well. Uh, John, South Africa... They have the edge when
1: it comes to spinners, don't they? Yeah, I think so. Um, At this point, the amount of confidence they've shown in our spinners has been good. I think England, um, you know, on the other hand, they've got a guy like Leach who they seem to be finally backing and he's done quite nicely in this current game. Um, But, uh, yeah, they haven't always backed him as much. And when it comes to the crunch, we will... We will utilize Keshev and and I back him. He's gonna be obviously a little bit trickier as Paul will know himself bowling to a left hander such as Stokes, he's gonna that's gonna be a, a key uh matchup, I think, in that two series with Keshev against Stokes, who's not gonna really let him settle. Keshev will get it out into the rough there, and it should be a really good contest, I think. Um but yeah, Leach is not a you know, he's not a walkover by any means. He's got good control. Um, mentally pretty tough as well, hanging in there at the bottom end with the bat as well. He's seen him do it a few over the last season or two. Um, But yeah, really good contest. I think the Stokes and uh, Maharaj won
2: Paul, any uh, closing thoughts from you? No, look. I think uh, you know if you look at our team, sort of 18 months ago to now, um, I think it's re- it's really hugely positive. I mean, you know, we beat we beat India here in in, in South Africa. We've had some some good results. Um, you know, the guys are have got some confidence. We have got some inform players. Um, if we can take those inform players, if we can get um, sort of our combinations right at the right times, win some key moments, um, this team could really i think surprise a lot of people Um, nice not going into a tournament as a favorite i don't think we are Um, i think people are quietly taking notice of us because of how well we've played in the last little while Um, but we'll have to get i think a few things will need to go our way Um, i'm not sure we're going to be the best on paper at the world cup um, but we certainly are forming some sort of team dynamic Guys seem to be getting on really well. Um, there's just there's something there. Uh, you know, you can see when a team is almost there, maybe not quite there yet, uh, not quite the finished article yet, but you can see that they're almost there. Uh, this African team are almost there. If uh, one or two things can go their way, as I said, uh, you know, we could be uh, we could be lifting our first piece of uh, RCC trophy for a very very long time.
0: Yeah, well, there certainly is lots of very exciting cricket uh, for the Proteus and uh, their fans to look forward to over the next couple of months. And, uh, Paul, as you mentioned at the moment, the England team are the darlings of uh, the British media. But uh, perhaps if the Proteas can uh, get stuck in early and inflict a couple of defeats on them, we know how quickly uh, that media can turn as well. So uh, we look forward to watching all of that. Uh, thank you, John. Thank you, Paul, for being with us today. And thank you to you, our listeners. And don't forget that you can subscribe and uh, also follow us on Twitter. Send us uh, any questions or anything you'd like us to discuss. And uh, you can follow us on at dot Paul podcast. Until next time, keep well and thank you for listening.